Have you heard the lo-fi stuff? No. Really? Not at all? No. Supposedly during the pandemic, it's like, it's taken off. Huh. You've never heard about lo-fi music at all? Mm-mm. Like lo-fi, have you ever heard of Quest Love? No. Off the Roots? Nope. Okay, before we get into that, we got Tanner. How do I say your last name? Usri. Oh, I didn't want to do it wrong. Usri. Yeah. I always say Usray. No, yeah. How many different versions of it do you get? Uh, It's kind of different every night, man. <laughs> I have a new last name every night, and it's... Awesome. Hey, yeah, I heard like er, one time we were playing at the Wild West Cedar Park, and it was like, next up in ten minutes we've got Tanner Usry, and then right before we went on stage, he was like, "All right, we've got Tanner Ursi in the house." Ursi, yeah, so yeah, he's so, putting the R before yeah, and the then S. He was like, so he just can't read. Yeah, and then he was like, <laughs> uh, "Yeah, y'all get ready for Tanner Ustri." So he did three different three different versions. That in probably that takes a little bit more talent that I would have anticipated after I told him. Maybe he actually, maybe he did it on purpose and he was yeah, messing with you. Maybe. There's a lot of those guys that exist. That's true. Tanner Ustery. Yep. And uh, writes songs, writes a bunch of good songs. I guess. I'm not I'm not just saying that. I mean, but it doesn't mean a whole lot coming from me, but I, I super dig you, Thanks, your music. Man, I appreciate uh, it. And we've like, we've kind of come up at the exact same time, yeah. right? Yeah. Within the Texas scene anyways. Yeah, for sure. But you have a lot of stuff going on out in the Midwest, I think. Yeah, man, Midwest does a lot of a lot of good for us. I think uh, we we do our best stuff out there. I think like Oklahoma and I guess that's not really Midwest, but Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska. They love, yeah, they where, love us up there for some reason. <laughs> uh, where did that start? Um, well, during the during COVID, we just we were like, well, we can't play Texas, so. Uh, Oh, is that really when it? Yeah. Oh, I thought that you were playing up there before then. Mm-mm. No, it was during COVID. It was like, well, we can't play Texas, so we uh, we might as well play everywhere else. And that's that's all she wrote. But some of the stuff, looking at your tour schedule, some of the stuff was up in Missouri, and I think. Oh, uh, like, we haven't we haven't played Missouri yet. We play we play there uh, next week actually. Oh, okay. For the first time. Um, I did a lot of private private parties like in Colorado and stuff over mm. COVID. Um, and Wisconsin or no, Minnesota, um, during COVID Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Don't you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, kind of where everything got started was actually during COVID. So we were kind of blessed to stay busy. Yeah. But most of that, so places like, uh, like a Minnesota or Colorado, most of those people that would have contacted you how was it most of that through just listening to your music or were those previous contacts or no that was, that was just uh I'd, I'd get random twitter messages okay and they were like hey we're doing this uh we want you to come out blah blah, blah. that's that's just how it worked but you have a pretty big twitter following don't you yeah yeah uh really like seven thousand or something Ooh, daddy it's not that big. <laughs> Well, it's just because you're putting those nudes up there. Yeah, yeah. I'm you get that OnlyFans. Start, starting OnlyFans, actually. For the, hey, that's a different world, isn't it? Oh, dude. I, people make so much money. Hey, but you're married. Yeah. I got you right there. That's right. People make so much money. I hear people tell me, oh, I made $16,000 last month. I'm like, you made what? Just selling... Uh, Nudies. Pictures of the Nudies. But they get, they get pretty out there. Yeah. Like... It's a little bit more than nudies. Well, yeah, just a just a kinda, little kinda bit. Kind of have to. Oh, uh, but it's money. just right there. It's very bizarre. Yeah. Hey, I'm embrace the hustle, as they would say. Do you embrace the hustle? Yeah, man. Really? 
Yeah. For just like a chick doing that? Just average it's Joe not chick? not my chick. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. So it's just if it's not your chick. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like if it was your daughter, would you dig it? That was a super weird question. Was, <laughs> man. <laughs> took a turn. <laughs> yeah, dude. Those, those flop every time. <laughs> dude. Uh, could make another joke about that, but it would have been even darker. Go ahead. Uh, I don't. Th- I don't know if Let's I can. It. See you down the road. <laughs> Do it. No, did you catch it? No, I already said it. I can't say it again. Damn. I was just in Fort Worth. Okay. At a radio station. Oh. <laughs> Like a rewind on that. Look, yeah, yeah. I don't support it. It's not a cool deal. No, but gotta make your money, I guess. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, it's I just don't think people really truly under, understand like the ramifications of what that looks like later on down the road. Facts. Yeah. How are you gonna explain it to kids? Kids. Husband. Employer. And then it's just there forever for the world to see. Yeah. And uh, like I and so I get it, uh, and I can see, but I think it's I think it's actually like a greater uh, issue with just what like social media does to people's mindset. Yeah, or it forces people to have to seek uh, validation from people they don't know. Well, it's just crazy that like you know we've come up with a way to make, like they've come up with a way to make money. You know, they. I don't know. It's wild. It's just wild to me how much some people make. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of freaking money. It's a lot of Bitcoin. Yeah. And Did Do- you buy Dogecoin? If you bought Dogecoin? No. Ah, why? Because I don't know how to do all that stuff. Oh, for real? Yeah. What do you mean you don't know how to do it? Well, I just, I've never gotten into buying stocks and stuff. The kid that sells merch for me bought Dogecoin. I think he's up like $1,600 or something. Nice. And he bought like $50 worth. Wow. That's the way to do it. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> but can you cash it out? Yeah, for sure. It's like, a, well, I say it's like a stock, but yeah, I mean, you can, it's pretty liquid. You huh. can cash it out anytime you want. Get those gains. Yeah, that's right. So like, how old are you? 27. Okay. You're pretty close to my age. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here's, here's a question. What is, maybe I preface it with my experience with it. So when I was like 25 or 26 playing music, you go to a family reunion and, uh, people are excited about you doing it. And they're like, Oh my gosh, keep chasing your dreams. That's awesome. You know, I love what you're doing. And then you turn 27, 28. And then those same people at the family reunion are like, okay, so are you, so like, you're still just trying to do the music thing or. (laughs) Well, I think like we've seen growth. So I don't think like, like, but I mean, yeah, there's obvious people that that are doing that, but like, I'm like trying to get people to stop talking about it. What do you mean? Like, well, like my family, like it's, it's always them coming up to me. Hey, what's this? What's next? What's next? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So do you enjoy the actual limelight from it? Yeah. I think certain aspects of it, man. Uh, it's, it's, it's cool to see that, you know, people know my songs and they're singing along and all that good stuff and <clears throat> what it does for people. Um, you know, getting messages and stuff that, uh, you know, this song saved their life or whatever. Mm. That's always cool. Um, and obviously it's cool to be recognized sometimes, you know, but 
yeah, I enjoy it, man. What about you? That's funny you say that because uh, I can see how it might be a little bit obnoxious because it's like owning any small business. Yeah. That's essentially what you do. Yeah. You're an independent artist and you're the only one responsible for making stuff happen. And at some point you're like, dude, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to do as much as I can. Yeah. And when people are always poking at you asking, yeah. well, what are you going to do? Well, you need to do this. What about this? Right. And you're like, yeah, well, if there was five of me. Right. So is that what you kind of mean? Yeah. Let's yeah. Which it helped. It, it kind of died down whenever I, you know, did the true grit thing, the booking agency. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Mm. So True Grit though is owned by Cody Jinks, right? Or is he just like uh, a partner in I it? I think or? he's. I think he. I think he's just an artist on there. Um, it's Mike Krug is the owner, which Cody Jinks was around was with True Grit before. Uh, it was True Grit, which I don't know what it was before. Huh. Um, but obviously he's the. Yeah. The, but you're you're one choice. of the there's not a whole bunch of Texas dudes that are on it, right? Mm-mm. Who's mainly artists that are on there? It's Cody Jinx, Ward Davis, uh Sonny Sweeney. Oh, Sonny Sweeney. Um, huh? Them Dirty Roses. They just added Ian Munsick. Oh no no. Uh Josh Malloy, sorry. Um and then us and there's there's a couple uh Aaron Copeland. Um Okay. Can't, can't think of anybody else off the top of my head. Oh, Sam Riggs and Bart Crow are on it too. How long has Sam Riggs been on there? Not very long. I don't think. Was he <laughs> was he <laughs> was, <laughs> was, was he with Yes. Yeah. yeah well, yes. Okay. Yep. Yes to all of it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> when did you sign when did you sign with them? Uh back in March. Okay, so pretty recent. Yeah. Super recent. Yeah. And you were just DIY that yeah. since since then. Yeah, I got or before to the then? point where I was like driving myself crazy trying to book shows. Yeah, what was your what was your process? Uh I would go to those places and play I would get somehow get opening slots and uh go to those places and then follow up. Oh, that so makes sense. A lot of, yeah, but a lot getting of, that initial foot in the door. Yeah, I was like I'm I was done trying to call people and so I'd get an opening slot and how'd you get the opening slots? Was it just from people you knew? Yeah. Yeah. Networking. But obviously cold calling people too, but the the opening for people kind of worked out better. I yeah. Think. Who was initially the bigger acts that you opened for? Um say Shane Smith and the Saints. Yeah. Uh, Are yeah, they not killer? Dude, I love those guys. Uh, when was the first time you heard them? Man, probably like four years ago. Uh, but I've, I've been friends with Chase, uh, the bass player, mm. um, for a while now. Um, so I'm, I'm, I know all those guys pretty well. So, but opened up with them, that was that was probably the bigger act. When was that? Uh, back in December was the first time. Oh, so that was recent too. Yeah. yeah. But you had, uh, your dude, your Spotify went nuts. Yeah, uh, that, the... Beginning of the year, for some reason, we just saw like stupid amounts. It was before then, right? Not really, man. Well, like, it was a steady. It was like steady, and then it was going down. And then for some reason, at the beginning of the year this year, it just I went. We went from like I was at one hundred thirty thousand monthly listeners like three months ago, and we're at two hundred seven now. I mean, but one hundred thirty thousand is still a lot. Yeah. That's true. Rel- I mean, relatively speaking. Yeah. Uh, 
But that is a big jump yeah. in that amount of time. Yeah. I didn't realize that's funny to get your perspective on that. Cause in my mind, just observing you from the outside and I don't really know you. Yeah. I, I was like, Oh, he's crushing it. But I've been thinking that for like over a year now. I feel like. Yeah. It was, it was going good, but like the, the growth that it's been steady, but like the growth that we've seen in the past few months when we've been hitting the road hard has been just insane. Especially like we haven't really released a new project. Like we've released two singles, but we haven't released a new EP since 2019. How many songs you get out? You got like six, uh, right? Six, seven, seven, eight, nine, I think. Yeah. So that's wild to get that type of growth. Yeah. I also think in our market, because there's such loyal fans and there's such a significant fan base within Texas, we get a little bit spoiled at times. Yeah. And when you look at other genres, you know, like if you play, I don't know, indie rock and you're from Michigan. Right. Like to have 260,000 monthly listeners on Spotify, like you probably get signed to a major label. Yeah. But in our market, it's like, okay. Oh, yeah. You're middle of the road. Yeah. Isn't it wild? <laughs> but when you put it in perspective with what everybody else is doing, right. it's really meaningful. Right. And I'm sure you get all those same analytics where you can see where everybody's listening to your stuff. That's why I love Spotify. Oh, dude. Yeah. The Spotify for artists thing, I, I, I was addicted for a while. Looking and, at the numbers. Oh, just, Dude, just waking up, checking it. <laughs> uh, did you did you check other people's numbers? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> what, so what do you mean? What would you do? I, I just you know check other people's numbers. Like every, you go to Spotify day. and look yeah. at the other people's yeah. stuff. That's you know? awesome. Hey, I can't tell you, man. <laughs> I can't tell you. I'm a steel trap. <laughs> Dude, it's. I think it's un. Uh, I mean, there's like there's there's a competition aspect to this thing. I feel like you right? think so. Do you? Sometimes. Sometimes. Like sometimes, and uh, yeah. In in what way though? I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Uh, just I'm a competitive person. Okay. I think, and I obviously love to see everybody doing great, but. You just want to win. I, I, no, I just I, I, I compare my I compare myself to other people a lot. Like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, like in a like in a. Do you think it's like in a productive way or? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, you just want to achieve what they've. Yes. Okay. That's yeah. That's that's kind of what yeah. That's what I meant by that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I check other people's numbers. Yeah. I mean, have to. You got to keep up with what's going on. Well, you just get a pulse on it. Right now, do you get? You can be honest. Do you get when you see somebody else's number numbers and you're not really into their music? Do you ever get that feeling of like yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Who? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we can we can talk about that off the off the mic. Do the old rip rally. Man, well to answer your question honestly, if there's a comp competitive aspect of it, I think there is to a certain degree, but my whole life is, uh, I played a lot of sports yeah. and most, most things in my life have always been pretty competitive and the music was the one. And then I wasn't really in the industry. I just wrote songs and then right. just kind of fell into a couple things and then ran with it. Uh, and so the competitive nature of it, I've always shied away from within music just because it was the one thing that I had that, 
it was just uh, it was something I liked to do. Right. I would do it regardless of if anybody ever heard my songs. I would still write songs. Same, you know. Yeah. So, in some ways, I, I'm almost a little bit, and I have to catch myself because I think I think it's just a natural human nature. Yeah, thing. And, uh, my buddy Jordan, Jordan Nix told me yeah. uh, comparison is the uh, the death of the artist. Mm. And that's kind of what I've been trying to live by. So yeah, I've been trying to get better. About do you it. do that in other aspects of your life though? Yeah, mm. I can see people, you know, like achieving something that, you know, I should be achieving now or whatever, you know. Yeah, I think everybody does it. Yeah, I think if somebody says Part they don't, they're nature. just lying. Yeah, you know, For maybe sure. there's like a super cool person that's just gen. There, well, there are a couple of people that I meet that it seems like they just genuinely want everybody to just yeah. do the best. Yeah. At some point, you do have to have an opinion on things, though. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Like, is this a good song? No. Right. That doesn't mean I hate the person. Right. There's, yeah, there's there's people. <laughs> Where do you think, well, how would you even describe the whole Texas country scene in terms of genre? I get people that ask all the time, like. There's well, no way to describe it. There's just, I mean, we're, we're like a southern rock band, and there, you've got... There's no genres anymore in the, it's not really Texas country. It's just, we're all just playing music, and mm. whatever music we want to play. I think like you got Geo, who's like almost like a alternative rock. And then you got the country, country people like, I don't know. It's just, there's so many different genres within the Texas scene that I think that's why it works so well. Mm-hmm. Because there's a little bit of everything for everybody. No hip-hop. Hmm. You want to start one? Hick-hop, right? I want to do jazz metal. <laughs> ska. <laughs> ska jazz metal. Yes. With hick-hop. With, yeah, yeah. You can do the uh, the hopping. All right. I'll do the hicking. All right. Sounds <laughs> good. <laughs> I have, uh, it's, it's really tough to identify. Yeah. The genre. Because it really is just it's, uh, it's most melting, people. It's a melting pot. Yeah. And everyone gets thrown into it. What like, do you mean? Like, if you're from Texas and you're playing oh, anything, man. like, remotely close to it, everyone gets thrown into it. Hell, even if you're not from Texas, like, Tyler Childers got thrown into it. And I'm like, dude's not from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you get a little bit territorial about it? No. Oh, okay. I don't care. Yeah. Some people do. Oh, I know. It's it's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't I don't know what to make of it a lot of times. And there's a lot of different people playing a lot of different types of music. Yeah. At the same time, I I think like words have meaning. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds ridiculous, but no. it's like if it's country, like it better be country. Right. Right? Right. It's not that I don't like rock, but just call it rock. Right. Uh but they've put Everything in the Texas red dirt uh -huh. mold. Some some people seem to I mean, shy away from it. Like even yeah, I mean we do. Like oh really? If people ask, are you are you are you a red dirt band? And we're like, not really. Um, but then I'm like, but some songs are. Mm -hmm. Some songs that are absolutely that. But mm -hmm. then some songs, I, I I don't like to be to, defined by John. I know everybody says that, but. 
I don't really have a genre. I just write the songs that I want to write. and However they turn out, they turn out. And most of the time, where do your songs start in terms of, do you, do you, are you more melody driven or are you more lyrically driven? Um, probably more lyric driven. Yeah. I kind of fit the, the melody to the lyrics. Do you feel yourself forcing the lyrics into it sometimes? Sometimes, but, <clears throat> um, not really. Cause like I'll change everything up. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll change the rhythm and the strumming pattern and everything from verse to verse mm. to fit the lyrics. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, I think I think I fit the fit the lyrics to the melody. I can't remember the actual title of the song. Oh no, it's Josephine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you said uh, the the holes in her soul match the holes in her arms because mm-hmm. the whole song is about the girl being a drug addict, right? And uh, dude, that was freaking. Yeah, that's still one of my favorite. Hey, now favorite the lines. holes in her. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember what what was the what was the setup for the rhyme to start uh, that. It was uh, all across her skin. Used to be an angel. She's she uh, traded that for sin. When she fell from grace, she fell far. She, she fell yeah, hard. She fell hard. Yeah. The holes in her soul matched the, the holes soul. in her arm. Mm. Hey now. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's freaking good. Thanks, man. Yeah, that's still one of my favorite lines I've ever. Really? Yeah. Oh, so I hit the nail on the head. Oh, yeah. That's, that's Hell yeah. Favorites. Damn. You're, one of your buddies told me to bring that one up. That's the only reason I did. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Has he told you the story about that? No. I would rather hear it from the, the horse's mouth. He, he thought, so I met Jordan and I'm kidding, by the way. I actually do like that line. I, he didn't tell me to say that. <laughs> I got you. No, Jordan thought I was on a thought I was a, a recovering addict for like the first six months that he that he uh, met me. I guess it's better than just an addict. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Right? Uh, but he would like recovered? not offer me alcohol or anything. He'd be like, I don't want to. I don't want him to relapse or nothing. And <laughs> he would see me drinking. He's like, Man, are you sure you want to be doing that? And then he finally told me, and I was like, Jordan. He thought I was an ad, a, a recovering addict because of that song, and I was like, "Oh, Jordan, no!" But he didn't have he, <laughs> he didn't, didn't want to the... bring, he didn't bring, want to bring it up. <laughs> That's an interesting That's dude there. Oh yeah, old Jordan Nix. Jordan Nix. Sucker can sing. Yeah, I love that Stupid dude's voice. Good. He sings really good. Doesn't yeah. write very good songs, but no. he, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> He's mediocre at best. He was in the songwriter competition. Yeah. Yeah, he crushed it. Yeah. I thought he did really good. Oh, I wish I would have seen him. I thought you were there. I was there for Slade and Lucas Jagno. Oh, and then you left. No, uh, uh, no, I was, I got there late. Oh, so you just Slade, missed it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess I thought you were there the whole time. We were time. driving back from Kansas. You just went and relapsed. Yeah, yeah. That's where you were outside. Yeah, in the bathroom. Just. <laughs> Ha! But that jo- <laughs> that Josephine song was that a like a personal like a true personal? Uh, yeah, I took a little artistic. What's it called? Artistic liberty and mm. some things, but for sure, it's a pretty pretty. Yeah, it's real. Do you ever find people uh, getting weirded out by the songs that you write because they think it's autobiographical and they think it's literally everything that you went through? Dude. I get people asking about it all the time, but like, like the other day at a show, 
I was in the bathroom and some dude was in the bathroom next to me and he was like, Hey man, what'd you write Josephine about? Was that real? And I was like, dude, this is not the time. Ha. I'm holding my pecker. <laughs> yeah. Unless you want to hold it for me. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. I think people look at me and they're like, man, is this dude okay? Oh, they like, just think you're sad? Yeah. Because, uh. you know, they're like, man, this dude's been through a lot of shit. I'm like, it's, it's not that bad, guys. I'm not. I'm a, I'm a happy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been through a lot of shit, though? Uh, I mean, everybody's been through a lot of shit, you know? Like That's not true. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to call you out on it. But, I mean, a lot of people that are the most interesting people I've ever met, you know, like yeah. my wife, my wife's been through a lot of stuff. Yeah, no, that's yeah. She's been through a lot of stuff that I haven't been through. That's for sure. Yeah, I guess yeah, I've been through a lot of shit. Have you? Yeah, just like rough childhood or uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> for real? Yeah, uh, high school was a was a rough one. No kidding. Yeah, dang. But here I am. Yeah, you pulled through. <laughs> yeah, I guess can't can't bitch about it. You know, do you write about a lot of that stuff? Um. Sometimes, but sometimes I just, I just write about like, I'll get a line in my head and I'll just write, it'll come out no matter what, I don't know. I write about a lot of hypothetical situations too. Okay. Like. The what ifs. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What's the big, what's the, what's the biggest what if that you've written? Man, probably Beautiful Eyes. Oh, that's yeah. weird. That's interesting. It was like that one seems it was, so. It was like after a fight with mm. my wife, and then I was like, "Yeah, I guess that's not really what if though, because you know, it kind of happened." Yeah, that song's a little bit more. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like final, right? Right, but obviously you guys are still married, right? So in in terms of those situations, would somebody like your wife? Do you ever get nervous? Like that song. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a weird sure. to play yeah. for? Oh, yeah. She's like, man, people are going to think that I'm the worst person on the earth hearing these songs, and we just laugh about it. Mm. <laughs> so. Do bits of people ever even really? I don't think so. I don't think so either. They just connect with it. Yeah. Because it doesn't even have to be, it doesn't have to be even in that moment. Like, right. what if you were... Like into a girl in high school and she broke your right, heart. Like right. you can still draw from that stuff. It doesn't have to be no for sure today. But people think that it has to be today, which is interesting. I wonder if that's uh, if just, if people just have never written creatively, they don't understand yeah. that it doesn't have to be from that just that specific time yeah, and place. You be thinking about something and just that memory comes back to you. You know. Yeah, and w what I've observed is sometimes I'll write. My saddest stuff when I'm happiest. Yeah. Like my life will be like great. Yeah. Like everything's going good. Yeah. And then stuff will come out of me that. Um, somebody once said to me, the music is melancholy. So it's like, it's easy to think about the sad shit and write about that. I think it's easier. Yeah. A lot of people shit on uh, like upbeat, catchy songs, mm -hmm. but man, they're hard dude, to write. I, dude, they are. You know what I mean? Man, because like the human emotion, you want to, you want to invoke an emotion, make it sad, right? It's like the, it's hard it. to make people happy. That's a fact. Like, so make it sad. <laughs> yeah, and then and then making a happy one that's unique. So what I like to do is I make 
sad songs that are happy. Let me think about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just did like, drugs. Like, uh, like, like the content of the song is like, you're like, oh, wow, this is, this is some depressing stuff. But musically. But musically, it's like upbeat, and you're like, wow, I'm bouncing. So <laughs> something I observed about the way that you write is, you know, maybe it was only a couple songs, but I was a big Dave Matthews band mm -hmm. listener when I was growing up. Um, and they always, not always, but a lot of popular songs that they have, they go from the relative minor in the verses. So they go from like my, like a minor setting or a minor sound, right? Mm -hmm. Darker sound. And in the chorus, they go into the relative major mm -hmm. and then it opens up and it sounds happier, right? So it's got this sort of angst in it in the verses. Right. It's got like a tight rhythmic section. And then all of a sudden it opens up in these verses with like a, huh. uh, with like a major sound and listening to a couple of your songs. Uh, that's what happens. Huh. I guess I never noticed so even, that. Um, I, I used to listen to Dave Matthews all the time too. I think it's come back. What, what, yeah. Don't you have one go, come back down? Mm -hmm. And it does that. Mm -hmm. Where it has, it starts in like a minor and then it goes into yeah. the relative major going into the chorus and it sounds really cool. Yeah. And you, but, and then in a couple of them and then Beautiful Eyes does it too. Like in the middle of the choruses, you drop back into that like minor right. chord. And then beautiful eyes ends with tell me those beautiful eyes, but it's in like a little major key. Yeah, and it's super cool. Thanks, man. I, I, dude, I do these things. I, I do it, and I don't even realize I'm doing it. I don't yeah, know. that was gonna I be my question. I was one. I was curious if you're like, oh yeah, yeah I'm gonna hit him with this one. <laughs> no, I, I don't even <laughs> think about it. Like, I don't think about. I just, it just, my fingers find it. I guess it just makes. If it makes sense, it makes sense to me. But I do these things. And like my bass player tells me all the time is, and he's like, I, one time I wanted, I was like, I want to write a song with a key change. And, uh, I played a song that I'd already written and he was like, you just did. And I was like, it was the light. Oh so yeah. Like when going into the chorus, yeah. you go to, the, I go to the E minor, uh, C and D. And he was like, yeah, you just changed, the, you just changed the key. I was like, Oh, so you don't have necessarily like a traditional mm -hmm. background in music, just self-taught. Yeah. See, that's, I think where a lot of unique creative stuff comes from. Yeah. So it seems like a lot of dudes that are traditionally trained, they almost get like in a box. Yeah. 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 And then they can't really like get out of it and they can't do anything unique. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, I feel like some the people that are traditionally trained, I think they think about music as like a formula. Maybe uh -huh. songwriting as a formula. What, what, can, what, what, what's the best chord that goes there? Uh, which obviously, yeah, you want to have that best chord that goes there, but if something else fits, then it fits. Right. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Just whatever feels good and whatever yeah. feels right. right. You ever write just from straight melody? I haven't. Yeah. Never. Uh, I don't think so. No. Really? Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, you should try to do that. Yeah. I think For what it's worth. Yeah. Let your mind wander. Yeah. And then force your hands to do what your mind wants it to. Yeah. Right. Cause then I, th I think, uh, I've had a lot of luck with that where like guitar is such a mechanical muscle memory thing. Right. Very rarely would you pick it up and play something that you've never played before. Right. But if you write a melody and then you have to force the chords underneath it, right. you'll be like, Oh my gosh, I would have never put those two things together. Is that how you wrote Kyle? <laughs> do you like that song dude, I, that's that's probably one of my favorite songs no shit yeah hell yeah dude i appreciate that a lot of people can't uh have you been around a lot of dudes that can't like just 
like say would like be nice. What do you mean? <laughs> just be like, hey man, I like your stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like everybody's always just putting on a, just poking their chest out, and it's oh, like, no. dude, God almighty, it's exhausting. Dude, I remember, I remember you playing coyote. <clears throat> I wasn't even in the competition. Uh, this is the year you won it, and uh, I was like, that's a damn song right there. <laughs> no kidding, <laughs> yeah, dude. Thank coyote. you. I think you played. I don't remember what he played, uh, but Kyle was the one that stuck out to me. Oh, Stampede. Stampede's what? another one. Right on, man. Yeah. yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I was super excited when you released those. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, man. That's cool. I'm glad you said that. I was nervous talking to you. Nah, dude. <laughs> it makes yeah. me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah, so like Coyote, that was one. Uh, yeah, when would you ever, because it bounces from like a the little minor two thing. Yeah. Up to that little C shape, the dome, bum, 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 bum. Yeah. Which is all like weird chanty, kind of has like a Native American thing to it. it. But you would never pick up the guitar and play that. Right. I've played those chords a million times. But, but you would never, never like that. Think about it. Rhythmically. Yeah. yeah. And so you're, I don't know, you're just sitting there one day and it's like, just another damn coyote. Yeah. Then you be a coyote. Yeah. And dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And then you just fit the chords underneath that. Right. And then it's like, what just happened? I guess I guess I have written like that. I guess the light kind of came like that. And a couple of these other ones. <laughs> uh the new ones that were that we just recorded. There's a couple off of there that I did did do that. Yeah. See, I so was, it happened. Uh, I was sitting around and uh in quarantine. Um uh, Went out to my buddy's ranch outside of Abilene. Did you actually quarantine? No. Well, <laughs> well, I, 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 everything else was quarantined, so I, I couldn't really leave my house. Right. Because, like, and I don't have a job. Um, oh, yeah, you do. Well, I mean, yeah, I do this full this time. podcast. Yeah, that's right. This podcast full time. <laughs> it's just you and I. <laughs> just in here. <laughs> Talking 24-7. Coffee mugs full of wine. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And I was sitting around playing the same melody for four hours. And I was like, and then I put lyrics to it. But you were playing with it? Yeah. But you weren't, were you, you so you were singing, you were singing a melody, right? Yeah. So I, get, I don't know. Is that how you, maybe? I don't know, but were you playing with it? Yeah. So did you, did the playing drive what you were singing? No, because I had it in my head already. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, totally. But yeah, because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have ever played that what I played ever unless I had the melody in it in my head. So yeah, I guess I have written like that. Yeah, see, you know, look what you just discovered. <laughs> I guess it's funny to me that a lot, of, like when I talk to a lot of guys like you, uh, y'all are like so so good and talented, and I have to try so hard. And make it so like, I, I say regimented. A lot of stuff comes like naturally, but I Shut like. Shut up! You're good and talented too. No, no, I know. I'm not saying I'm not, but uh, and I'm not saying I am. But right. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, man. No, this what I'm sweet. what I'm saying is, it's like I'm like explaining this stuff, like I'm having to like. I, you know, it's like stuff I've thought about. Right. Like, oh my gosh, what about this? And you're like, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, <laughs> I just do it. Oh yeah, I guess I do do that. Even though I had to like learn how to do it and then force myself to do it. I guess that's the funny observation. I, guess, yeah. I had to try. Yeah. feels like I had to try and not harder, but like it just can't, it comes more naturally to a lot of you guys. Right. Which I think is funny. Right. 
But I, I mean, did it? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I've always just been, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, did you write when you were younger? Like when um, did you start playing? I started playing whenever I was a senior in high school. Uh, but I've always sang. Like I've always, I've sang since I was like five years old. Mm. Uh, just, you know, sing along to the radio in my mom's garage. I was the kid that sang all the time in class. Oh, for real? Yeah. I was like, the annoying kid. Were you in choir? Uh, one year. Were you a hummer? Yes. Mm. Yeah. What about a whistler? Nobody yes. likes a whistler. Yeah, Ooh. I was a whistler. <laughs> all, all the above. Are you bro. a teeth, tooth whistler? No. I'm a, oh, I'm you're a lip, lip, lip whistler. whistler. <laughs> I never thought about how goofy that would sound, but that sounds like a way that I you would can, make fun of somebody. Like, look at that dude over there. I can do that. Can, the dude looks like a lip whistler bird. if I've ever seen one. I can do a bird. <laughs> Damn lip whistlers. Damn lip whistlers moving in here to Texas. <laughs> Damn lip whistlers. We got teeth whistlers here. That's right. Teeth only. Teeth. <laughs> no. No teeth. Hey, hey. No. Go on. I feel like lip, lip whistlers would be better, though. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I, I mean, we well, were talking about Hummer. Yes, I was a Hummer. Hummer. <laughs> You're right. I did ask you. Were, are, um, you are you a teeth Hummer? I didn't or ask a, if you were want a Hummer. Are you? A, are, <laughs> I asked if you were a Hummer. Are you a teeth Hummer or a lip, Dude, a lip Hummer? Well, sometimes I get the. Uh, <laughs> so that's a little tooth one. Also, sometimes, which goes into recording music, I have to. Uh, I've had to work on not having a little uh, a whistle mm -hmm. when I. Uh, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but you, yeah, Cooper's over. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I get that. I like the who's yeah. the dude on Family Guy or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get that a little bit. Is that who it is? And then they, what's his name? Quagmire. Uh, no, it's the old guy. Oh, super old one. I don't, I don't watch Family Guy. Yeah, me neither. That's why I was asking you. Yeah. Uh, but with recording music, <laughs> they have to put a de-esser on like everything, and my s's get super really? hot. Like I'm trying to tone it back right now. Yeah, I get I get pretty bad about it too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And T's, I think. I think. Uh, maybe. yeah. How do you? This is a super specific, weird question, but how do you sing T's? I don't know. Like, have you ever thought of like? Because you're talking about like enunciation and how you yeah. say a T. Uh, like in terms of singing it, have you ever thought about no singing it different? I, I don't know. That confused the hell out of me. No, what you're asking, you were just saying that you have a hard time with T's and they get too hot. So I was yeah. figuring that you would try to like hold back. Or I do. I do try to hold back. I guess yeah, but I don't know how. I don't know how I sing it right off the back of my right off the top of my head. I'll email you about it. All right, it's super yeah, top we'll, secret. Yeah, we'll. Uh, Ooh. On those T's. Exchange notes. And those Hummers. Yeah, and the Hummers. <laughs> everybody loves, a, everybody loves a, a Hummer. Hey. There's <laughs> no teeth. <laughs> Keep it PG. Keep it PG. You want another beer? Yeah. Or you got the half one? I'm going to yeah. get more. Uh, this is my sponsor. This is my, I wish this was this my sponsor. Woodbury. Hey, tell me about it. You see those dudes that are doing pretty good? They have like uh, friggin' beer sponsors mm -hmm. and liquor sponsors up on their website. And Whiskey Myers. How nice would that be? Yeah. I'm trying, dude. Yeah, you're hustling. I'm working on it, man. I'm just waiting for them to notice me. I'm happy for you, dude. Seriously, genuinely. Thanks, man. No competitiveness involved. Thank you, man. I hey, you. I will say, though, I won't let you off here, okay? I will say something got weird during the COVID thing, right? 
on Twitter. Didn't you get frustrated with me? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know if we had met. Had we met? No, we no, met we, one it, time. We had. But you got frustrated with me, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think it was a essential thing, but then I figured out what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. What was it? What'd you I, get mad about? I can't remember. Come on. I think you were saying that uh, pretty much like pull yourself to, self up by your bootstraps. But then I was like, man, people are like out of jobs and mm. out of gigs. And that's that was all I did. Mm. So I was out of that too. So yeah. it was like, I think that's what it was. Yeah. But it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Did you get mad about it though? Not really. Mm. It was just like, come on, man. What did, but what did I say? I can't remember. That's how. That's how not. Did it? Did it ever get like squashed or anything? I don't think it was big enough to have to squash it. It was you and Chase. You and Chase Chancellor. Mm. Chase. Uh, What does Chase do? He's a drummer. No, no, I know Chase. Yeah. What did he do though? Uh, Were we like tweeting about it or something? Yeah, I think so. Y'all are pretty much just saying everybody needs to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and not ask for money and not do the live shows, live live streaming. Asking for money. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to do whatever the hell I can to make some money. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And you should. Yeah. But I don't think that that's what y'all were talking about. I think y'all were just talking about like people that were begging for money and stuff. Totally. Yeah. 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 It was like. Not the people that were actually. No. Playing a live yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's on Facebook or if it's yeah. like live. Yeah. I mean, it's like a. Yeah. It's, it's getting a tip. It's no different. Yeah. Yeah, but it has to be like an exchange of goods. Right. Because I saw dudes... uh, Begging for money. Dude, they would just put up like their cash app or their Venmo and just be like, send me money. Yeah. I ain't into that. Uh Uh-uh. I'm out on that. Me neither. So we're good on that. Oh, yeah. No, actually, that's that's why I'm here. I was going to fight outside. (laughs) But I think... uh, Well, we're done with the podcast now because that's the only thing I wanted to talk about. (laughs) Battle (laughs) Royale. I just remember... Cause I, cause I, I, I think a couple I guys tw- got frustrated with me, but yeah. nobody read it. They didn't yeah. actually read what I was saying. Yeah, I, I was. I, I read it, but I didn't get it. Right. I didn't realize that that's what you were. Well, that's why about. I think I said like, uh, I was like, sell a hat or something. Yeah. You know, but it has to be like an exchange of yeah goods or services for sure. Like playing for people. Right. Yeah. Hell right. yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We squashed. Glad that. we talked about that. <laughs> It's been eating up at me. It's like this dude doesn't like me. Nah, dude. This guy's mad at me. Nah. I don't want to piss people off. Nah, I ain't. ain't, I'm not like that. (laughs) But I do. I mean, I like to speak my mind, though. Yeah. You know? And some people get weird, especially during the COVID thing. Right. Stuff got really weird. It's like walking on, it was like walking on eggshells. Like you say the wrong thing. Yeah. Then it's like, wait, what? What just happened? Yeah. And then you get canceled. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think about that type of stuff? (sighs) It's stupid. Especially people that are like they say stuff ten years ago. Oh, then they bring it up. And they bring it up. What if it's something that's like actually super, super bad? <sighs> Man, they would really I mean, if they've changed then they've changed, right? You you'd think. Yeah, I think people can change. Like For sure. That's what I would think. What yeah. Yeah, for sure. What annoys me is when uh people they don't they're not like consistent. You know, right, you bring up the past of some people, but not of the other people. Right, that's what annoys me. That's that annoys the hell out of me. And that happens a ton in politics. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, 
But now, I mean, there's no genders. Like you don't, people nope. don't even know what they're attracted to. They don't know what gender they are. Nope. But in our market, we don't, I don't think we really deal with a whole lot of that, right? I don't think so. Not really. We're just the racist country artists. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not either. I, I love everybody. Now, see, we squashed two things now. That's right. Look at that. We solved, we solved, <laughs> we solved racism. Did we just do it? I think we did. Uh, I think we have a little more work to do. I think so, too. What's your take on the race stuff, on the racism stuff? Like, what's more, like Morgan Wallen's deal? What do you think about that? Um, I don't really like Morgan Wallen, but how come? I, I just I don't like. That. It's one of those where I don't like his music. He he's he is honestly Morgan Wallen has screwed up a lot, like in the past six months. <laughs> so obviously he's not that great of a human. Yeah. Uh, I think, man, you know you're on under a microscope. Like, why are you? Hey, don't say that word. Yeah, that's you don't don't just don't say it. You know, mm. uh, but if you know you're under a microscope, you need like obviously mind your p's and q's. Yeah, right. I would have to think so. Like, That'd be the smart thing to do. Yeah. He he came out of relative obscurity, didn't he? I think so. Well, he like was on The Voice or something. You know, I think he was on The Voice. And that always tripped me out because what did The Voice? Somebody it was one of the singing somebody, shows. Somebody Google that. I think it was The Voice. I think it was The Voice, and he. Uh, but on there, he was like, I mean, I think he had like a lot. no, he was like pretty clean cut. Yeah, and he didn't have like a, He's super, got a terrible mullet. Yeah, but I don't. Here's here's my deal. Like, I just want people to be like who they are. Yeah, and this super contrived. I gotta just put on this facade, skinny jeans, and, and, and mullets. Well, if that's what you're into, but I don't think that's what he was into. Well, right. So that's the thing. Like, I don't have any problem with a lot of that stuff as long as that's like what you like. That's yeah, it was voice. the voice. Yeah, the freaking voice. Yeah, that's a long time ago. But like. But on on the voice, he I don't remember him. He didn't have like a super heavy accent or anything. Yeah. And then now I think I don't even think he was Blake Shelton's. Yeah. And then he comes out. And it's like it's just the way I talk. And it's like, dude, no, stop. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that gets into the the actual country music stuff in terms of like pop country. Mm-hmm. And some of it groove wise, and there's some stuff that's catchy, mm-hmm. you know, that I like. Yeah. Just because something's catchy doesn't mean I don't like it. Right. Um, but I don't know how country music has gotten where they just, it's all just cliches. Yeah. And they just relegate my culture to just me rolling in the hay with my wife. Right. Like, who does that? That sounds miserable. Yeah. It sounds incredibly sounds itchy. <laughs> I don't want to have anything to do with any hay. No. More than I have to. Yeah. And then it's like, you just your tractor and your hay and your girl and her jeans. Yeah. That's my biggest frustration. That's, I actually think it might be a frustration for like some black people I talk to within hip hop. Yeah. That popular rap and hip hop <clears> just talks about just stupid. It's like you really think it's that nothing they're real. I know. Like you really think their culture is that shallow. Yeah. It's just about getting money, getting paid and getting laid. Yeah. No. But then pop country is exactly what they're doing to. Yeah. I can see that. 
small, they try to fit small town USA into a, you know, they romanticize the hell out of it and say it's all about going to the creek and with your back, backing up to the lake and the lake over there with your truck. I didn't even drive a truck for the longest time. Yeah. I drove a Ford Fusion, bro. You still have it. No. No, you got a nice truck. I saw it out there. Yeah, I've got a... Hey, everybody. Tanner has a super nice truck. He's making a ton of money. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no more Ford Fusions for you. That's right. <laughs> hey, that's a good thing. Yeah. You know? Making that bank. Making that cheddar. I guess. Getting paid. Getting, getting paid. laid. Actually, we're not allowed to say that. Not with our sponsors. Woodbridge doesn't like that. Oh. I'm sure Miller Lite does. <laughs> Miller Lite loves it. <laughs> Have you seen their commercials? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Actually, and, I haven't seen And them. Nestle Pure Life Water. Yeah, stay hydrated. Uh, I was going to try to rhyme with that, but hydrated, um, be, migrated. Stay faded. Oh, God, you are better. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how quickly it happens. You're like, I don't know how I did it. I just did it. <laughs> Relative minor. It just happens. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but uh, seriously, in terms of making money on music, how freaking wild is it that Dude. we're like actually getting compensated? Man, it was like, well, I'm, I'm going to talk about Spotify. Like, it was like, everybody was all like, man, you can't make money off of Spotify or streaming. And I'm like, yes, you can. Absolutely can. That's it. Real money. <laughs> and it's just, it's money that you don't have to do anything for. You did at one point. You did at one point. Mm -hmm. But now it's just, you're sitting on your couch getting paid because people are listening to your music. How cool is that? It is, dude, it is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> it's amazing. That's it was, I mean, how, how, how long was it that you didn't make any money? From selling music, Dude. streaming music. I mean, that was I, I've been doing early this for two, eight years, man. Yeah, early, yeah. So it was really in the last two or three years that yeah. that even was. Yeah, because they didn't know how to go after the money. Right. Where do you go? Who collects right. it? Right. How do you go after everybody? Right. Now you have companies that can actually do it for you. You use Smith music? Uh, no, I no, I don't even have like an actual oh, okay. uh, distribution? distributor or okay. whatever. I just do the distro kid thing. Gotcha. And then you have your other types of royalties that they collect some stuff right yeah to just be able to just it's crazy and then people worldwide are listening to your music and you're getting paid because of it what's the furthest place new zealand we sent a merch we, we've sent a couple merch orders to new zealand oh freaking cool i think that's as far as you can get and people want to shit on the internet or into or like industry people in music right. want to shit on that like why but it it's, gives somebody... It's so easy now. Mm. Not easy, but it's so easy to have somebody from New Zealand, you know, to listen to your stuff. Why did you start writing songs in the first place? Right. I mean, it was for that exact thing right yeah. there. The fact that somebody... Your music. All the way around the world yeah. can find it. That wouldn't have happened if the internet didn't no. exist. That wouldn't happen if Spotify didn't exist. That's a fact. But... When people it's Apple Music too, but like Apple Music isn't nearly as as big as Spotify. Mm -mm. Not even close. The amount of users on Spotify, and it gives uh it, well people people in the industry, um, 
if their careers are bound by the way things used to be, they obviously don't want it to change. Right. Whether you know you're in radio, and I got friends in radio. Whether you're in radio, whatever CDs, right. whatever it might be, traditional music industries, they just don't want that stuff to change because right. it gets rid of the middlemen. Right. Guys like us can get our music out to people. Right. Well, it's like you sell a record, you sell one CD. That's you know, fifteen bucks. But then somebody streams that one song a thousand times. You're getting paid the same. Or right. uh, not the same, but you're, you're right. Getting, I got you. It it evens out. I use Unless that. you're selling millions of records. Right. Like Garth Brooks. Right. Who doesn't have any of his music on streaming? I used that same analogy the other day where they uh somebody could listen to your your album five thousand times. Yeah. But you still only get ten dollars. Yeah. They stream a song five thousand or I mean uh uh a million times. Right. Or all right, I screwed that up. <laughs> If they if they listen to your record a million times, they, they, yeah, they buy they buy your it's record. Still ten bucks. They, they stream yeah. your song a million times. You get four K. Yeah, and that's like forever. Yeah. So I, and it maybe the money ends up being the same, but right. I just think it's that's a lot nuts. of streaming to listen to somebody a million times, though. That is true, but you have a lot of streams. Yeah. Your top song, uh, come back down, has a bunch. It's over two uh, million. Three, three, it, it over just three million. Three, yeah. Come and on, beautiful eyes just hit two. It's so killer. Yeah. Is that weird? Yeah, it's definitely weird. Well, like "Come Back Down," it was a song that I had written two days before going in the studio to record "Medicine Man," and then I played it for my bass player, and he, and I was like, "I don't know about this one," and he was like, uh, "No, we're doing it." And then Jordan Nix and Jesse England was like, "Uh, yeah, this is your single," and I was like, "Okay," and then it. For some, that that's the one that blew up. Who did you say was your producer? Uh, we've self-produced, but uh, Tanner Landry uh, at Fort Worth Sound Studio B. Oh, so he engineered the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Have you done all your stuff with him? Um, this new stuff isn't with him. Uh, we went up to Soul Studios in Fort Smith, Arkansas. But everything sent. Everything yeah, see, so you always so have this Midwest thing going on. Yeah. That's what I'm at. Where does that come from? No, no, they like no family there, ties. Just no, man. They just love us out there. Really? Yeah. And that just came from playing out there. Yeah, I think so. That's so cool. Um. But yeah, we went up to Soul Studios in Fort Smith, Arkansas, which they are they're awesome up there in Fort Smith. Um, we we was supposed to be two days in the studio, and we ended up doing five eighteen-hour days in the studio. Five eighteen hours. Yeah. How the heck do you get guys to do it? I can't ever convince people to. I can't We're get more than like six man. hours We're, out of people. Uh, I think we've got. I finally got a group of guys that believe in this thing as much as I do. You know, um, and that's 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 a huge thing. Like they're willing to put in the work, and you know, not know how much they're going to get paid for it. Is that like band members? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Where'd you meet most of them? Um. My bass player I've had since, for like four years since the start. Um, and then I posted a thing on Facebook last year, right before COVID. I was like, hey, I need a, a drummer. Um, and found my drummer. And then my drummer knew a guitar player <clears throat> who had a best friend who was also a guitar player. And they've been playing together since they were like 10. Mm. or uh, And it was like just instant. Just instant chemistry. 
Have you, you? So you've played with these dudes for since almost a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think uh, one of the guitar players, first one that was there, uh, he's coming up on a year, like a year this week. So you got, you only have one guitar player. We got two. Oh, you do have two. Yeah. Um, how how difficult is it the way you record, trying to translate that in into a live setting? Because obviously, there's just instruments that you have access to on, in a studio. So actually, what we did, we we tried to actually not use too many instruments that we're not going to be able to use live. Yeah, because um, our we're at our best on our live show, like, um, our because that's what we've you know that's what we've harked on like during COVID we we rehearsed every week, um, sometimes multiple times a week, and just honed in that live show. And then, so we wanted we wanted the we wanted the new EP to reflect that to reflect the live show sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't use a lot of stuff that we couldn't use or bring live. So is it just mostly guitar driven then? Um, yeah, probably. I guess. Yeah. Do you like steel, like pedal steel? I do, but I like lap steel better, like a more rock sound. Okay. Um. But I, I I love pedal steel, yeah. It's just I don't think it fits with us. So you're trying to go for a little bit more of an edgier rock, rock sound, rock, rock and roll. Yeah, Some I mean, it's so like who's your dude. biggest dudes that you? Uh, I I say emulate, but I'm I'm saying it in more of terms of uh, just just influences. I don't mean that like in a negative way. Yeah, because that's no, how uh, I started to learn how to play was to emulate people. Um, probably Whiskey Myers. Oh, okay. Ragweed. Yeah. Uh, that's how I, that's who got me into it. Mm-hmm. But two, two young guitar players, they listen to nothing from this century. My bass player listens to nothing from this century. And uh, my my drummer listens to everything. Like a bunch so of these, those dudes are all listening to like classic country? Yeah. Or? Uh, classic rock and oh, okay. pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, my my drummer was in an instrumental group, like <laughs> it, it, we we come from a bunch of different backgrounds, so the music it it just turns out into something really cool. Yeah, what's like your favorite covers to do? I haven't seen I haven't uh, seen y'all we do, play. We did twice as hard by the Black Crows, and then there you go the chain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Heck yeah, whipping post. Yeah, oh, Almond Brothers, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. You like the brothers? Yeah. Really. Yeah, whipping I'm getting into them. <laughs> you what? I'm getting into them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is so? Is whipping post your favorite one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got an uncle. That's, down what, that's my favorite one to do live for sure. Oh yeah. Can you rip it vocally? Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. But my, I do the, my best. Yeah. That's the one late in the set though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you got we work up those vocals to yeah. that one. Yeah. Damn. Do you play it in the same key? Uh yeah. Yeah. Greg Allman, man. Yeah. I was just listening to them uh, the other day. I got an uncle down in Florida. He's a doctor, but uh, he drinks a lot, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and his favorite band is Almond Brothers, and he would just get there. He'd be so drunk, and he would just sit there and, and just scream whipping posts <laughs> nice. at his bar in his house. Just, That's like nice. the only thing he would sing. He would just sit there. He'd look at me, and I'd just be drinking a beer and be like, what's up, man? He'd be like, <laughs> 
That's awesome. It's a little concerning, but <laughs> it's funny you're describing it, not really being there. Right, you're right. right. <laughs> How about the whole... Uh, the merch stuff. Do you guys like? Do you sell a lot of merch? Yeah. Is that yeah, the main yeah. focus? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, I don't think a lot of people realize how much, dude. How like how many moving parts actually exist in all this stuff? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize either until you know you're obviously in the thick of it. What made you kind of discover it more? Um, I went to the Texas Music Picker Seminar. Oh. Um, last year, or I guess two years ago now. No, it was last year. And uh, I found out that Colby Cooper did like $1,500 in merch one year. And then he did $500,000 in merch the next because he focused on it. And I'm like, holy crap. Mm. You can make so much money off of merch. Mm. So I was like, time to get our merch game going. Mm. Do you find a struggle between the business owner part of all of this? Like you got to make a living, mm-hmm. but then you also love music and you want to be genuine and authentic and real. Yeah. And you want to write stuff that moves you right. artistically. Do you ever find a struggle to bring those two things together? Or feel like you're selling out or no, I don't think so. Um, Cause I mean, I, I, I'm very meticulous about what I write. Like, if it's not a good, if it, if it's not moving, I don't want to write it. You know. Mm. Um. Obviously, that's that might change eventually, but I haven't felt like I've sold 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 out yet. But I don't know. I had somebody ask me that question the other day, and uh, there always does seem to be a little bit of a. Um, and they look down on on uh, artists that try to make like an actual living doing it. Bro, I'm not gonna judge anybody. If somebody had, if somebody walked up to me, if somebody walked up to you right now, handing you a million dollars, or said, "Hey, here's ten million dollars. We want to record you." How are you gonna turn that down? I, I would think about it a lot. Mm. Yeah, I guess it depends on what stipulations right, we put right. into it. Right. Not gonna say I wouldn't think about it though. Oh, for sure. Like, like, dude, that's ten million dollars. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, and that's the ultimate goal, right? Is not, it not not the ultimate goal, but like, see, that's what I mean, to, though. To Even have my a record deal. I think I think any person can do kind of what they want in that regard, but right. that's the the stigma attached to it. It's the whole struggling artist right. thing. Like, you're not truly an artist until you're struggling financially. It's like, but they don't see the 10 years of struggle For prior sure. to that. For sure. And they don't understand, like, oh, you're making money off of shows. Okay, cool. But do you want me to be able to make music? Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. If anything, I guess it's not necessarily about the money. It's more that, like, it's a representation that people just like what you're doing. Right. It is about, I mean, everybody's got to eat and take right. care of themselves and their family but at the end of the day it represents that there's a bunch of people that dig it and dig what you're doing right which i think is is the most important thing right uh yeah if you're not right like if you're writing crappy music and selling out then that's dumb but is it damn 
No, I feel like I just did some drugs. <laughs> I mean, really, like, what if, what if they really like it? What if it's not really? <sighs> well, people like crappy music. No, no, no. I mean, the people making it. Oh. Like you're saying, if I liked it? Like, if you were making Money. really hokey, corny stuff that is just selling it to the masses, but you really just digged it, and you liked it, and it just turns out. I could out, be happy about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right? I think so. I think so. I just don't think many of those people exist. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, dude, you ever heard freaking a song called Brown Chicken, Brown Cow? Yeah, dude. Uh, brown chicken, brown cow. It's a good one, isn't it? That's great. It's like artistic genius. Like who is? It isn't uh, Cowboy who, Troy. Cowboy Troy. I think so, is that a, a black guy? Yeah, I thought it was Trace Adkins. It is Trace Adkins. Is it really? Yes. Wow. Brown chicken, brown cow, and they have their guitar part. Yeah, Yep, that was Trace Adkins. <laughs> See, so that. Yeah, how do you go from every light in the house is on to... Oh, no kidding, man. To honky-tonk, badonka-donk. What do you really think happens in those... Have you talked with many, like, major labels? Mm -mm. Yeah, neither have I. I just wonder how those uh, those conversations go. When you, You're going to sing Brown Chicken, Brown Cow. I can't imagine me being a record exec and coming to you. Because you seem like somebody that's pretty, like, no, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. It's like, because I've, I've... You know, I don't have anybody backing me and I don't, you know, I've had to, this whole thing that we've created is completely grassroots. Yeah. Uh, I haven't spent a, a dime on marketing ever, uh, for music. And so I'm like, you know what? You don't like what we're doing. Then we're not for you. Mm -hmm. It's kind of how I'm kind of how I've kind of gotten there. So if, if you had the opportunity to have a major label come in and back up a dump truck full of cash, it's like, but but they told you, you're going to have to. I don't know, that'd be pretty difficult. I think, I don't want to sign to a major label until I do what, you know, Cody Johnson did. And yeah. say, this is the contract that I'm willing to sign. Because obviously I've thought about it, like, I'm sure we all have. But that's 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 kind of what I want to do. Is ride the independent thing until I'm doing well enough, until I'm selling out the <laughs> the Houston rodeo like yeah, he did. Dude, crazy as Wasn't an it like independent 70, artist. People? Yeah, seventy five thousand. As an indie as artist, an independent artist, and then he got signed. <laughs> yeah, well, and that goes back to the internet being able to get your mm -hmm. music out to people. Yeah, you don't have to sell out in the middle or at mm -hmm. the bottom. You can sell that at the top and then call all the shots. Yeah. Which that's never existed. Right. And the fact that record, people, you don't like the thing is like people, you don't need record labels anymore. I don't uh, think Cody Jinx is, I don't, I just, I don't think he signed to a record label. It may not be. If you have the type of revenue that, that I think some of these guys do, you Cody could Jinx formulate the sure team does. around. You can create your own. Yeah. Cause all it is is just manpower. Yeah. Whiskey Myers. I don't think they've signed to a record label. I think they have their own, but like, Granted, there are some things within a major label. You do get connections that you wouldn't right. ordinarily get. Right. At the same time, if you're just super popular and you're blowing up, it don't matter. Right. People are coming after you anyways. Yeah. People are showing up to shows. Yeah. You know, you don't have to have an in with Rolling Stones. You have to have an in with Rolling Stone when you're a nobody. Yeah. 
But when people are coming to your shows. Well, it's you know. like you make people talk and you be undeniable until eventually they're going to come for you. Yeah. That's kind of what I was, that's kind of been my philosophy. It's still a little bit scary though. Cause do you ever get worried that being able to write like cool stuff might just disappear? Haven't thought about it. That's probably good. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> now I'm going to go yeah, home and think either. about it. Yeah. Now I'm going to go home and think about it. You're welcome. Cool, man. Trying to sabotage your career. <laughs> it's that comp- competition thing, yeah. you know. That's yeah. also why I brought you in here. You <laughs> just, know? To, just talk shit to yeah, you, bring just, you down. Just sabotage me. <laughs> just get in your kitchen, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, because you write something cool, and then it's you're like, oh, I wonder if I could do that again. I Because you don't really know where it comes from. Yeah, dude. Actually, I have thought about that. I, I wrote Beautiful Eyes, and I was like, I, for a while there, I was like, man, I got to rap the next Beautiful Eyes. Man, I got to get, it's got to be deep and profound and blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. And I'm like, okay, I need to stop thinking about Beautiful Eyes. <laughs> just like, let it go. Yeah. Yeah. You wrote it. You wrote that. Yeah. Do you don't have to make another Good one? Good job. Yeah. Like. So is that a fleeting thought? Yeah, Just I think so. real quick? Yeah. Then you're like, ah, screw that. I'll just write it. Well, it comes up every yeah, now and then. For sure. Yeah. Or like when you kind of go through a dry spell a little bit. Yeah. Like, dude, oh my gosh. Dude. Did I lose yes. it? Did I lose my ability to write songs? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or you're like, I need to go screw up some stuff in my life. Yes. Just sabotage Absolutely. Yourself. Just self-destruction. I wonder if some of these people that go down like just a deep, dark black hole. I think that's part of it. Is they think that they have to make themselves suffer to be able to be creative. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of artists that talk about that. Uh, I, yeah. I have a... I can... I, I I definitely have to go in that mind space. Uh, like, but like, do, okay. So how do you do it though? Man, I don't know. I just do it. I don't. No, I mean, like, what do you like? Have some drinks? Smoke yeah. a little? Smoke yeah. a little J? Smoke yeah. a little Hooter? Yeah. All the above. All the above. <laughs> D. All the above. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're a man of mystery. That's the next album title, Mr. Mystery. Yeah, Mr. Mystery. Hey, might be a cool song title for a chick, though. Yeah. Sell that to like Carrie Underwood or something, right? We should, we should Mr. Write it. Mystery, where you going? Looking? I'm about uh, to write a song right now. Mr. Mystery. <laughs> hey, might be something. You never know until you do it. Mm-hmm. Never know until you try. It's like those Hummers. <laughs> With no teeth. Can't, no can't teeth. teeth. So, what other type of stuff do you like to do? I mean, you only play. I mean, you don't only play music. I play video games. That's hot. Yeah, I bet your wife loves that. I don't play them like during the day. <laughs> I, I'm not like crazy, crazy video game fanatic. Uh, no, I like being at home, man. Um, well, I like being on the road, and then I like being at home. But when I'm at home, I just like to, you know, barbecue, hang out with friends. Yeah. Trying to try to stay grounded, you know, because um, it's easy to get consumed by it. Like when you're going hard, like road dogging, it, it's easy to get consumed by all that. Mm-hmm. And I found lately that I, you gotta be home when you're home. And what, what do you mean? Just you know, hang out with friends like that aren't associated to the music thing. That you know. Does that help? Just recalibrate. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. And then they don't like, they don't even know what to ask about. So they just, yeah. they're like, okay, cool. Sounds yeah. like it's going good. Yeah. 
That's what I'm trying to figure out. Have you seen some other guys that have had some success and then they lose that grounded as that grounded nature and then they start to just sort of flutter off and get a little bit too big for the britches? I don't think I've I don't think so because I don't really know a lot of people mm-hmm. um, like that. But I know it's easy to do. Like, like I said, you get caught up in it because being on the road, it's just it's you're you're a different person, right? Mm-hmm. You're with your best buds, your brothers. Well, I think you are. I just said it, mm-hmm, but on the road, you're a different person. Um, Yeah, man. I think everybody has two different, like, me on stage isn't me right now. You know? True, to a, to a certain aspect. Right. So, like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I think so. That's why I'm probing. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, to a certain degree, when you walk out there, that's why I always struggle with, like, is it actually even, like, authentic or genuine? Because we're all really, like, when you Actors. go up there, you have to, to a certain degree. You have to have the confidence that you would never have. <laughs> exactly. So is that even authentic? Right. Yeah. It's kind of a mind it trip. Is. But you have to fabricate it. The amount of times that I get nervous. Zero. Come on. Are you no, serious? No, I, I get nervous. Uh, yeah, no. I get freaking super anxious and nervous. Really? Yeah, dude. Huh. Would you think I don't? Everybody yeah. does. You walk in, you, man, yeah. How, what? Well, like before the, before the, um, songwriter competition when I first met you, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this, this dude's about to just come in and just. No kidding. Nail it, yeah. Dang. Well, see, that goes to show you. It's like, and then the internally in your head, you're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You're freaking I, out. Yeah. You know? I think that there's more guys like that than everybody even realizes. Yeah. I think everybody is. I think that. I mean, are. there's got to be. You got to be a freaking psychopath to, yeah. not, to not be. <laughs> I think I think everybody gets a little nervous, man. Uh, if you don't, then you don't, you truly don't care about doing well. Right. Which, why the heck are you doing it at all? Yeah, that's true. I would have to think. Unless you're just so inebriated and messed up that you like truly don't care because you don't that's feel fair. anything. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't get like that. I have before. I, have, I haven't gotten that like that before <laughs> show yet. Really? Yeah. Do you usually drink when you play a show? Uh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. It's part of the, the thing. I made myself nervous there for a little while, though, where it was like, and I, I never got wild, and I never really got super drunk or anything. But there was one one show that I I didn't have. Normally, I have like a little bit of whiskey or something, and yeah. I didn't have any. That's when I get nervous, bro. Yeah. Okay, but that's what made me more nervous. Yeah. Because I was I, I I thought this is a problem that I'm nervous about not having alcohol. Oh. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. You're and, like, man. And then I was a, like, do I have a problem? That's a problem. No, yeah. that is a problem. <laughs> Even though it's like, and I I would never get. Mm-hmm. Drunk, like really drunk or anything. I'd have like a shot or something. Shot it's a routine. Two. I know, but it's still like. It's Is just, that a good routine? Yeah, even if it was something, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'm being a little hard on myself. But it, but so what I did was I spit, took like five shows, didn't drink at all. Yeah. Just to sort of psychologically prove to myself, okay, you don't need it. You just like it. Right. Know? Which I think is different. Yeah, that's different for you sure. Know? Thanks. 
<laughs> I was just fishing for one right there. No, you, no that's different. For sure. uh, yeah. It's tough to uh, to keep it all in perspective, though. Yeah. You get lost. Your wife probably helps with that. Yeah. Mine does, for sure. She don't care. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she cares. But yeah, she'll definitely tell me if I'm... Being an idiot. Being an idiot, yeah. Yeah, things get very real when you come home. Yeah. But you don't have kids, right? Mm-mm. Just the wifey. What's she do? Uh, she's a preschool teacher. Oh, yeah. Talk about bringing it back down yeah. to earth. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, we got a wife and two two dogs. What kind of dogs little, you got? Little black lab puppy. He's like eight months old. We got a black. We got a uh, little German Shepherd puppy. Nice. How old's yours? Uh, I think he was uh, November. So however many months November was. From. I don't know. I'm not good at geology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at astrophysics. I'm not good at astrophysics. <laughs> I'm glad you think I'm funny because. You know, back to the wife thing. She's not quite Mm-mm. nearly as tickled at me. <laughs> oh, no. Do you can slam that sucker down. Yeah, it's too, it's, it's, it's too I banged the table earlier. Yeah. Bop. I saw Cooper staring through my soul. Yep. He's like, I'm going to have to edit that out. I'm going to have to edit out that banging, that humming, <laughs> that humming in the background. <laughs> so how, how, what's your other dog? Uh, he's a mix. Like he's a Catahoula Rottweiler mix. He's like 12 years old. And, and y'all live in... That's pretty old. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But you've had... If you had yeah, I guess you would have had him since you're like in high school or something, right? Uh, right after high school. Yeah. And y'all live in like Prosper, right? Yeah, Aubrey. Aubrey. Yeah. Oh, now you live in Aubrey. Yeah. Go to that Upper Park Cafe. Yeah. Shout out to Upper yeah. Park Cafe in Aubrey, Texas. Upper Park Cafe is a, is Place a is jam, bro. It's delicious. Dude, you got the best breakfast. Do you see old Cody West over there some? Mm-mm. He lives in, I think he lives in Pilot Point or Aubrey. Yeah. Uh, I just haven't I haven't seen him around. I think we used the same bass player at one point. Kirk, yeah. Does he still play for you? Yeah. Oh, that's him. Yeah, Kirk. Rich. But how long is he? Uh, I thought I thought that you said he'd been playing longer. Yeah. bass player. Yeah, he, he, he was like, he was a hired gun for a long time. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, uh, yeah, he just like frustrated me. <laughs> well, I mean, I liked him, yeah. and he like he showed up at rehearsals and stuff like super rehearsed, uh, and then I don't know, it just kind of got weird. And he like wasn't into, uh, I don't know, he got like mad one night or something. Oh, that's my man. It's, uh, he's been he's he's helped me through a lot of crap. Like, really. Well, like, he's just, ever since I started a band, he's helped me with forming one. So, yeah, man. It's, it's old man Kirk. And he's, because uh, I had met him through, do you know the Slays there in Aubrey? Yes. That's so, where we, we rehearsed. At their house? Yeah. How cool is old Terry? Dude. He's we, best, we isn't he? love Terry, man. Yeah, so we know a bunch of the same people. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we we used to rehearse over there too. And Logan, his son, played drums with mm-hmm. me for a little bit. Yeah, and I guess you probably have already heard. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. <laughs> yeah, the old Jared's an asshole routine. <laughs> no, Terry and I are still cool. Yeah, Logan and I are still cool too. Yeah. I like him. I like both of them. He's a good kid. Yeah, uh, Logan's awesome. Is it calf fry with us? 
They went down there with you? Yeah, just hanging out. Terry loves to hang. Oh, dude. <laughs> I didn't know how much that man could drink. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess I haven't seen him turn it up too much. Yeah. Logan turned it up, too. Logan can turn it up. I have one story about Logan. It's very funny. <laughs> but I can't tell you right now. Okay. I'll tell you later. All right. It's very funny, though. All right. And he would know. If he listens to this, he'll know exactly what story I'm talking about. All right. It's San Angelo, Texas. We opened it for Co Wetzel. With Phil Hamilton and my other guitar player. Other guitar player? Yeah. Was he playing for Phil? Yeah. Dude, that kid's good. Tyler Wilkerson. Yeah. I think that I don't know his name. Yeah, that's that's him. Dude, he's so good. Yeah. I when did you snap nab him? Uh May. This he's the one that was coming up on a year with us. Yeah. And his buddy RJ uh is a Berkeley student. That they've been playing together for ten yeah. years. Yeah. Just I, prodigies. Yeah, they're super stupid. Good. Damn, so you got a crew. Yeah. So is is his buddy played for you too? Mm-hmm. Okay, so but yeah, all right. So yeah, you're crushing it. Yeah. They, <laughs> Who's your drummer? Uh Kyle Garrison. I don't think I know him. He's not he hadn't really been around the scene. Yeah. He's got big old gauges. Looks like Jesus. That's cool. Yeah. I wish I looked like Jesus. Kinda do, man. Grow out your hair. Thank you. I wish I was more like Jesus. Am I right? Yeah. I don't know. Are you into Jesus? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I am. (laughs) That's cool. I've been to church in a while, but. (laughs) Oh, hey. That's not technically what it's about. Yeah. It's part of it. Yeah. I haven't either. I just haven't found a church over here. Yeah. I'm sure we've tried a few. It's tough, though. Like, you go out, like, on a Saturday night, and you're in freaking Austin. And then you come back. Yeah, dude. Kirk plays church on Sunday Uh mornings sometimes, and I'm like. He'll roll straight from a gig into into Planet Church, and I'm like, dude, I don't know how you do it. Like, no sleep. Well, yeah, the booze makes a difference. Yeah, you know, if you don't, if you don't booze. Yeah. Do you have a hard time with vocals at all in terms of just like if you uh, just go a little too hard one night? Yeah. Because uh, you seem like you have one of those voices that it's just you just no. Uh, I have been. It's if I stay up late mm. uh, consecutively. Like, I'm having trouble right now, but uh, I also think that's because of allergy season. Mm. You get those nasal sprays? Yeah, uh, no, because, I, dude, I took, like, four days. I got I had a sinus infection, like, a couple months ago, and I took Flonase for, like, four days straight, mm-hmm. like, a lot, and haven't been able to smell anything since. You yeah, COVID. Maybe. Can you taste it? Yeah, I can taste. Maybe not COVID. But my wife had the same thing. I'm a scientist. It goes back back to that astrophysics. Yeah. Are you a, a germologist? A germologist. I don't know if that's is that a, a thing? thing. It is now. It's a uh, yeah, phlebotomist or something. You know, that's I blood. think a phlebo- that, that's blood, but whatever. You know way more than I do. A phlebotomist <laughs> is blood. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And a germ. Everybody's shaking their head. Yes. <laughs> I am for sure the dumbest one. <laughs> I haven't even, I don't even think I've heard the term germologist or phlebotomist. I don't, I don't think ever. germologist is a thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have a way better name for it. At least I pushed back on that one. Yeah. Okay. So you were, you were yeah, 50% right. There's, they've got way better names for uh, uh, people who talk about viruses. Yeah. But the, the flow, I do the, the nasal stuff mm-hmm. and then, uh, 
I always see a bunch of dudes doing this like vocal sprays thing. I heard that's really bad. Really? Yeah, because it numbs your throat. So you. I'm not saying know. like cough syrup. No, you talking about the numbing spray? No, oh, no. Man. There's like a a spray that has just a bunch of like, different oils in it. Hmm. And I've I've seen guys go back to the drum riser and they'll lean down and spray something in their mouth. Huh. But yeah, for sure, doing anything that numbs I think, it. I don't think that that's. Uh... They're spraying. Oh. They ain't, you know, <laughs> they ain't doing that number. Well, they might be. It's just thick. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Yeah. Who knows what's in that? Yeah. It's probably anything under the sun. Yeah. Well, shoot. What's, uh, so this summer run, uh, do you have some dates for like, uh, like June? Yeah. Uh, and actually, uh, we're announcing it tomorrow. We're playing at Kane's Ballroom. Uh, June That's 19th. Awesome. Yeah. Are you headlining? Oh wow! Yeah, that's super and exciting. They're back at GA, so it's not the stupid seated stuff. No kidding, man. I'm super stoked about. Good for that. you, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, that's um, killer. Other than that, we're gonna be Minnesota, uh, Colorado, much everywhere, man. I'm gonna be playing Peacemaker Festival. I don't know uh, that in is. Fort Smith. Okay. Um, with Paul Cawthon and Lucero. Yeah, that's that's what we got for summer. Heck yeah, dude. Oops, well, sorry. they can find everything on uh I mean Facebook, Twitter, the old Insta. Insta. Well, I guess Twitter. He's got that OnlyFans on Twitter. Yep. yep. We're and actually then, about uh, to start the the uh we call ourselves the Shithawks. Uh the Shithawk OnlyFans. <laughs> the Shithawk OnlyFans. Yeah. I actually thought that we could start a nineties country cover band in mm-hmm. DFW and we would be the Flasco Rats. Just gonna cover Rascal Flat songs. No. No? Throw them for a loop. We'll just do dust on the bottle for like two hours straight. <laughs> and tequila makes your clothes fall off. No. No? Only dust on the bottle. Just dust on the bottle. <laughs> just pound them over Got the head. But Encore. <laughs> dust on the tequi- bottle. Nope. Tequila okay. makes your clothes fall okay. off. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Well, I appreciate you doing this, seriously. And good uh, luck with everything. And hopefully uh, you can let me come play shows with you yeah, at some sure, point. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I'd love I to. I don't know anybody, so I need friends to go play with. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and then we've got the new EP coming out also, in, so hopefully in June. Are you doing it all at one time? Yeah, I think so. No singles? No. So it's like, is it five? How it's many songs? six. Oh, okay. We're, yeah. we're doing a re-release of The Light, but six. Oh, okay. So you just re- recut it? Yeah. Oh, right on, dude. Yeah. Uh, so. And then uh, when is that supposed to come out? Hopefully June, early July. Just wait yeah, on pretty soon. Faster. Yeah, right on. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I don't even know if I'm supposed to tell anybody that. Well, happened. Yep. <laughs> Guess so. And we can't edit anything. Yeah, it's terrible. nothing. <laughs> terrible. Right on, dude. Well, yeah. great being with you. I appreciate yes, you coming, dude. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you having See me. See y'all. Got the, oh, I forgot to tell you about the lo-fi. No, you told me about the lo-fi. Really? Yeah. No, no, no. Please tell me you got that. <laughs> the lo-fi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got to keep that on there. That's where I